All right, and we're live. Welcome to Radio R. This is Lutz coming to you live. Today is uh, a snowy day, and I got another a, another privacy type of coin. Uh, you guys should be uh, should be getting into getting interested in. Uh, this is an older coin. It's it was recommended to me by an old friend who's involved in it, who is actually an admin on Bitcoin Talk. So uh, welcome Levy and Stu Dog from Bulwark. Nice hey, how you? <laughs> All right. Very nice. <laughs> got, got little ovation there. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, that was lovely. So, <laughs> so, so tell me, guys, uh, you know, Tell me, tell me, what is uh, before we get into the coin? How did you two get involved in crypto? Well, my side of crypto is uh, very different. I'm ex-military, and um, I was involved with crypto before crypto was crypto. So that's where I came from on that side. All right. And uh, I got uh, I got tired of working you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week making money for other people. So I started looking into other opportunities and it's probably about mid 2016. Um, I started uh, grabbing some graphics cards and getting into mining and it just kind of took off from there. Yeah, that's kind of how I got in also. I started, I started, uh, I was right at the end with Bitcoin mining and then I, yeah. and then I, I switched over to Litecoin mining. Oh, okay. So, well, you've been, you've probably been around uh, quite a bit longer than me. I mean, I've, I've known about crypto for a long time. Um, I had some, you know, maybe seven years ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as, you know, being involved in it every day, doing research, you know, talking to other people in crypto, that's probably about mid late 2016 is when I started getting into that a little bit more involved. That's when you fell down the hole. Yeah, yeah, that's when I uh, I dove headfirst into the rabbit hole. Yeah, me too. And I well, I I dug headfirst when uh, when I left my job. So uh, when I when I when I got out of a consulting position for Verizon, I uh, I was like, you know what, I'm making more money in crypto than I am like going to work every day. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, pretty much the same I'm just thing. Not gonna go. I think, I think I'm just not gonna go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not gonna go. <laughs> what, was, what movie? What movie is that from? Uh, Office, Office space. space. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you're just not gonna go anymore. Yeah, I don't feel like it. I just, you know, I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> so, uh, so, t so we're here with uh, with Stu and Levy and. Uh, they represent Bulwark, guys. So uh, tell me, Bulwark is spelled B-E-L-W-A-R-K, and Bulwark is a privacy coin. I learned, first time I ever heard about it was on Facebook, uh, a Facebook group called Crypto Coin Trader. And when I asked everybody, what's your favorite uh, anonymous you know, privacy coin, uh, they mentioned Bulwark. And that's how I heard about it uh, the first time. Second time I heard about it from uh, you know Dabs, uh, which is which is one of your community members. Yep. 
So uh, okay. t- tell us, tell us how, tell us about the algorithm. What's Bulwark about? Give us a basic, you know, introduction. I'll let you do uh, that one, Levo. Okay. I'll do the technical <laughs> side, and you can do that side. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let, <laughs> let let him do the testicle, uh, the technical side. <laughs> yeah. So um. So as I stated, you know, I kind of got into crypto. I was in it for a while. I, you know, I moderated a couple projects here and there in uh, Discord. Yeah, nothing too serious. And then uh, yeah, there was a big ICO boom in uh, 2017. Just scam projects left and right. You know, mining coins were popping up. And then as soon as they land on exchanges, people, you know, the devs were dumping everything. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I was part of quite a few of those being a miner at the time. And uh and, you know, we just got sick of it. So me and a couple people that I knew uh, that I'd worked with, uh, you know, on various projects, we decided to make our own project. And we said, okay, let's do a uh, let's do a privacy coin. We didn't really know what we wanted to do with it long term, but we're like, okay, well, let's get it up off the ground, get it launched, um, and you know, just kind of run it with a, a good moral compass in mind. You know, not uh, not what a lot of the ICOs at the time were doing, where it was all flash and no substance. Um, you know, oh, right. we're gonna we're gonna beat Visa, and we're gonna you know go to the we're gonna send crypto to the to Mars, and you know all this other stuff that they were never gonna do, they, and they never right. did. Right. It was all talk, we're, but you know what? It was believable talk back then. Now we know yeah, not to believe. Absolutely. Yeah, it was all bark, no bite. So we're like, all right, let's just be a hundred percent bite. We're not gonna market crazy plans that we have for fifteen years down the road. Let's just put something out that works and we'll bust our asses on it and try to make it as good as we can. And then, you know, we'll find our, our calling later on and then we'll, we'll start pursuing that when the time comes. And uh, so, we, so that's what we did. We picked a, a relatively older uh, algorithm for mining. I believe it was uh, NIST 5. Uh, at the time, it was used by maybe one or two coins. Most of the coins that had used it were dead. But we decided we wanted to use it because it was... You know, pretty decent on the, the graphics cards. It didn't hurt them too much. So uh, we launched that, and for the first few months, probably, I'd say four, maybe five months, um, we were one of the most profitable coins to mine. So it, it brought us a good uh, good audience. And then uh, what happened after that was the FPGAs came out. Yeah, they're basically reprogrammable ASICs. So, uh, you know, they can switch algorithms, and they're, they're single machines that are able to mine multiple algorithms with the efficiency of an ASIC, essentially. And uh, when that happened, um, you know, we started getting a lot of uh, hash attacks and 51% attacks, not necessarily from malicious people, just people that didn't quite know what they were doing with, you know, nice hash or their, their mining power. And it was messing up our network, so we decided to switch over to proof of stake, which is probably the best idea that we ever had. And uh, okay. so, so we did that, and you know, things got back on track. We kept developing the project, and then, uh, you know, Stu during one of these attacks, Stu popped on. It was uh, I, somebody that had known us knew Stu, and uh, we reached out to him for some help. And you know, luckily he agreed. And then uh, ever since then, he's he's been a part of the project as one of the primary uh, developers. And, how many uh, years? How many years would you say that is? How many years would what? Has or, Stu uh, been on the project? Uh, you know, you know, it's uh, it's not actually a very old project. We launched December second, twenty seventeen. So uh, okay. we're about a year and a quarter old. Let's um, round up. He, yeah, he he popped on maybe what what would you think, Stu? Maybe three four months in. 
give or take? Uh, yeah, it was three months. It was the first um, uh, split in oh, what do you got? Monetary values where it came in. So that was three months into the project. Yeah. So yeah, so he's been he's been around for about a year now. Um. Anyway, so we switched to to proof of stake, and you know we're still trying to to find our calling. And Stu happens to uh, have quite a bit of experience in hardware, in uh, you know tech hardware. And said. so we we started having some ideas with, uh, you know, what can we do with you know some Raspberry Pis? Uh, we can do some some hardware wallets. We uh, he had a great idea for a router, which I'll let him explain. Um. But it was things that nobody else is doing in crypto. So we decided, you know what? Nobody else is doing this. We can corner the market and develop this. And you know, even if nobody, you know, it may not make us billionaires, but it'll be something cool that we built and we can say it's ours and people will enjoy using them. And, uh, and so that's kind of where we started focusing. And we, we put out the first uh, development, which is the secure home node. Um, are you familiar with masternodes at all? A little bit, a little bit. You know, I always try to set one up, and I, I get like an hour in, and then I give up. Oh man, uh, you got to sit down with me sometime. If it's taking you an hour to set up a masternode, then you, you don't have the right teacher. You can get that that's up and she, going real quick. That's that's what she keeps telling. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the secure home node's the first uh, hardware development that we released. It's a uh, customized Raspberry Pi. It's got a, a bitchin' little case. And instead of having to run your master node on, you know, Vulture or some other uh, uh, VPS, uh, you know, Linux server provider, you can run it at your house. You just plug this little thing in. It's a decent talking point. It looks cool. It runs well. And you can host your master node at your house and it routes the traffic over Tor, over Onion. So you don't need to worry about your, your node getting DDoSed or attacked or anything like that. And everything stays in your control within your home. And uh, right. and yeah, that was right. that was the first little development we uh, we had, and and yeah, there's right. been a little and bit just, of drama. And just so yeah. just so I, I'll explain a little quicker. Uh, the master node when you when you do it from home, fellas, if you do it on your computer, everyone's able to see your IP address on the master node list, and that gives everybody a target to attack. So yes, uh, so having having something with security on it, I would kind of like Sentinel or a router with some type of, of Tor security or VPN on it is probably the best way to go. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you don't want your home network getting DDoSed by people. That's uh, that's not good. <laughs> not very fun. Yeah, it also gives them a, a, a source to check. You know, they, obviously that guy's got crypto, right? So you want to, you, you definitely don't want people having access to whatever IP address you're at. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You, you never you never know when they could port sniff, find an open port, you know. Uh, it could be an easy one, could be a hard one. Yeah, it's easier to, to protect yourself that preemptively so you don't need to worry about it. And that's kind Very of cool. one of the uh the one one of the big things that we're kind of shooting for with our hardware is uh yeah, you know, it's basically uh privacy hardware is kind of what uh, the theme that we're going for. Would I be able to very... run other nodes off of it? Uh, you could, yeah. You'd have to, uh, I mean, those coins in particular would have to develop the software, which is open source. So if they wanted to, they'd be more than welcome to. We made everything for that uh, open source. So people could, you know, develop it and release their own for their own coins if they wanted to. Uh, but you know, ultimately, it's up to the project. They would have to, uh, to develop it and uh, get it working before that would work. However, the beauty is, is we, we sold, uh, you know, the customized cases. 
you don't have to buy one from us. I mean, anybody, you could pick up any Raspberry Pi and you can get this thing up and running. And that oh, was awesome. one of the big things we wanted. Oh, so, you, you so, this, so, the software, so the software is out there. Uh, we're just waiting on you guys to make the, the hardware. Uh, the the secure home node for masternode hosting is already done. The code is open source. Just you know, say you wanted to uh, do a you know like a Pivx uh, masternode or a Dash masternode or something like that. Those developers would have to grab the open source material for the secure home node, and they would have to develop it to work with their project. Not that it'd be oh, particularly cool. difficult. They just have to sit down and do it. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I I, I picked up a uh, a thousand when Dabs told me, and I picked up another sixteen hundred. Uh, last night when I saw how low it went. So I, I, I like picking up crypto in levels. And this is not financial advice FYI to everybody listening. Um, I, 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 pick, I pick up crypto in levels. So if I see like, uh, you know, from 2000 to 3000, it breaks 3000, uh, you know, I'll put another 100 bucks or 200 bucks, right? And then, and then if I see a break from four to five, you know, I'll hold, right? And, and say, so I'll, I'll make moves in levels. That's how that's how I trade. If it stays between like Bitcoin, if it stays between three and four thousand, I'm not gonna be doing anything for a long time. Right? Like like the last couple months where it's been. Yeah. So uh Stu, would you like to uh kind of give some of the technical aspects of the uh the hardware wallet and the router? Yeah, well, you've uh, covered most of the points in regards to the secure home node. And, uh, just one extra point. Any coin that wants to use the secure home node has to be a Tor compliant uh, coin, of course. Otherwise, it will not work. Otherwise, the main reason is 80% uh, of users out there on the internet don't have a static IP, which means you can't run a... Um, a must note from home and also what we've done is by doing it through the tour network we've taken away from the user the need where they have to reconfigure their router and port forward ports and everything else like that so there is no router configurations that you need to do in your home to set up the master node so this little box does everything for you keeps you private and we bypass your firewall and head straight out and it works perfectly fine so um, it just makes it ease of use uh, there in that situation so that was our uh, main point there on that side as well now in regards to the router that's coming out and what we're testing there is uh, we're, we're doing a mix of wrt and pfsense on the router and what we're going to have is you've got like your your wan port for your internet connection you're going to have your standard switch ports on the router as well but you'll also have a port which is either a tor or an i2p port so you'll have your own dedicated private network uh that you can plug into the router as well so it'll be off to the side of that network we'll also have on there there will be a little hard drive within the uh the router and you can actually host master nodes in there. So you'll have a web interface where you can put in all your details and it'll pre-configure your coins. We are going to open it up so other coins can be involved. But once again, it'll have to be a Tor compliant uh, master node or you're going to have to have um, a static IP and the ability to set up uh, routing and all the rest like that. So, But we prefer to keep everything on the privacy side. And that's the idea of the router. So we'll replace your home router. We go ABGN for the Wi-Fi, so high-speed Wi-Fi network. And um, it's just another replacement, and it gives you the privacy in home in that situation. Any, any predictions on how much this is going to cost the router, if I wanted? 
we're trying to keep it below the uh, $200 price point. At the moment, uh, we're sitting around at about the $140 price point. It depends on how expensive the SSD drives are going to be for us or we're going to have to go with some sort of M2 card or something like that. So those type of configurations are still worked on at the moment, and I'm still modifying the hardware. So uh, we're in talks with the hardware manufacturer that do like a Raspberry Pi copycat, and uh, we're doing some tailor-make versions that uh, we want, and hopefully we can do a, uh, a mass run and get those prices down. Oh, very nice. And, and that's really not that expensive, honestly. Uh, just just everyone listening at the moment, if you were to set up a master node on a VPS, you're probably going to pay something like 6 to $7 a month. And it, over a year time span, you, that's about how much, you know, this, is, this unit is going to cost you. So it's about the same. Yeah. And the router in particular is going to have a lot more functionality than just hosting master nodes. Right, exactly. And it's yours and you get to keep it and you actually get something for your money, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you can't, uh, I mean, can you really put a price on privacy? So, so I, I understand now why why you, Bulwark is is uh, considered private. Uh, anything else that makes it a private? So it's uh, it's got zero coin, uh, which is a, a nice development, though, <clears throat> compared to some other projects, uh, you know, like, um, you know, Pivx really dug, dug uh, they went headfirst into the uh, zero coin uh, development aspect. Um, we're we're focusing more on. I, I I wouldn't quite say we're a privacy coin. We do have some privacy features, though. I would say we're a privacy hardware coin, not a privacy coin. Um, th there are some privacy protocols that we have in place on the coin, though that's not the, the primary uh, goal of our development schedule. Okay. Okay, so so you now you have this hardware unit. Uh, what what other features does Bulwark, uh, you know, uh, give to the give to the crypto community? In uh, in in what way? In regards to the privacy hardware? Yeah. Well, you got hardware. Uh, is is there any e-commerce solutions you guys looking into? Uh... We've got the Bastion Exchange, Levi. That's what he's hinting at. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so uh, we're <clears throat> so keep in mind that Bastion is entirely separate from uh, Bulwark. Oh, the exchange! Uh, yeah, I heard about yes. that. Yeah, tell me about that. So, uh, so Stu and I work on Bastion uh, now. Is from a corporate standpoint, it's entirely separate from Bulwark, even though we were involved in both to some degree. But as far as the two projects, there, it's more of a partnership than a uh, you know the same development team. Um, yeah, the uh, the Bastion Exchange is going to be great, man. We're uh, we're setting it up to be, you know, on par with the the big boys in the market. Um, it's going to have fiat. Uh, we're going to have a bulwark and USD trading pair on the exchange, so people will be able to buy and sell bulwark directly with uh, USD. Um, we're setting up some things for uh, so you can pay trading fees in bulwark and. We're considering some options for, you know, hold X amount of Bulwark in your exchange account and, you know, get some uh, some discounts here or there. Um, we haven't hammered out all the details of that yet, but uh, it's something okay. that we're keeping in mind. A lot, I know a lot of these DEXs, they, they, they say they're decentralized, but they're not. Is this truly a decentralized solution? No, no we're not is, a decentralized no. at all. No. Thank no. you. I, I, and to that... Uh, 
to that point, I, I don't believe there are any actually decentralized exchanges. They they can be decentralized right. to yes. a degree. You know, you can have right. you know, the exchanges hosted on mirrored servers that are in multiple locations, so there's no single attack vector. But uh, but they're not really decentralized. In my opinion, to have a decentralized exchange, you would have to develop it and launch it and then never touch it again. If there's somebody collecting trading fees or somebody guiding or managing development, then it's not decentralized. Uh, I know, I'm not sure how far along they are, but uh, I know Komodo has a barter dex, which is the only the only dex I've heard that's actually decentralized. Um, and I heard that from a different developer from a whole different, from a whole different project called Atmos. So, um, so yeah, have you guys ever considered joining, uh, the wallet, the multi-wallet that they have? It's, I, th I think you do it yourself. It's on GitHub. You just, you know, you submit your, some code and, you know, they'll implement you into the wallet. It's something we'd be interested in looking at, but um, because we're heading towards a community based at the moment uh, due to the, the change of uh, leadership and roles that's recently happened at the moment, uh, this is something I I don't want to make the decision. I'd rather the whole community make the decision on. So my aim within the next uh, three months is to get the community more involved and more in the direction of the coin and the way we move uh, because I believe that is what's going to keep the coin growing and keep people in the coin and believing in the coin because we're heading in their direction rather in our own business type of uh, direction. So moving it very much community-based as such. Okay. Uh, I, I personally, I like when I see uh, cryptos helping other cryptos because we're all in the fight together, as James would say. Absolutely. And you know we all we all have to help each other because it's us versus fiat. Uh, that's what that's what JL seven seven said a long time ago. That's his quote, not mine. Um, so and and I'm kind of like the linker, you know, because I interview all you people, you know, all your coins. I interview you guys. So so when I hear like an idea similar to another guy's idea, and you know, and I I, I just say, hey, why, why don't you go talk to this guy, right? You know, it's. Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of devs, for some reason, they don't talk to each other from different coins, unless we're at a conference. I don't see, I don't ever see them actually reaching out to other devs from other projects. You know, so it's uh it's good to, that everybody talks in crypto. Everybody needs to to help this industry grow, and that's include that includes you, the community, uh, because uh, absolutely. You know, I see a lot of people they complain and complain, but you know, at the end of the day, are they, you know, are they doing anything that help the 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 crypto uh, economy? You know, do do they do anything but complain? No, they don't. They they just sit there and say, "What are you doing? What's the matter with you people?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's <clears throat> certainly something the the crypto community needs to work on. In in my opinion, is. Uh, yeah, everybody's looking at each other as competition when we're all on the same we're all on the same team here. Uh, you know, if you zoom out far enough, but uh, hey, you know there there are but, some very good instances of of people collaborating and working together in crypto. Uh, there's a there was a recent uh, proof of stake um, issue. Well, not issue, but uh, an attack, I guess, a uh, security flaw in uh, proof of stake in particular that affected a lot of coins. Ah, yeah, and, the Pivx one. Yeah, I, I see yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, and, and luckily, you know, the uh, the crypto community has grown to 
to kind of harness that idea of collaboration. And instead of everybody saying, oh, we need to fix it for ourselves so we're better than everyone else, a lot of people are coming together saying, you know, hey, what do you think about this fix? And a lot of these projects are talking to each other so we can all you know, come together and find the best solution and then apply it to everybody's projects. So, uh, so there's definitely some examples of, uh, of, you know, people doing exactly what they should be doing. And that's, you know, working together towards a common goal. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of good people in this, in this economy. I do yell at the, the other guys though, because they deserve it. But, but there are a lot of good people <laughs> like myself who create radio shows and do this because it's fun. I'm actually, just to be clear, I'm, I'm addicted to this shit. All right. Don't judge me. <laughs> Everybody's got a vice. <laughs> I need more coins. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, what's what's your website? What's the what's the bulwarkcrypto.com? Awesome. Any advisors on this? Just some investor questions. Any advisors on the? Uh, not anymore. No. Um, th there were some advisors, though. Uh, they're, they're mostly Twitter influencers. Um, there, there are quite a few people that have large holdings in the project and, uh, and they do advise us kind of behind the scenes, you know, Hey, I think this would be neat. Or, you know, if you guys are going to do this, you should do it that way. And we certainly take it into, uh, into consideration. Um, but you know, like Stu said, it's a community led effort. So we, we don't want to have a centralized team making all of the decisions. There can be a centralized team to a degree that implements those decisions, but, uh, but we really want to, you know, start giving power to the community and the people that hold the coin and let them make the decisions that they think is best for the project that they're invested in. And, uh, yep. that's the best, that's the best format. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's not to say we made any wrong decisions, but, uh, but, you know, I think it's really important to give the community a voice. You know, they the project wouldn't be what it is without them having bought the coin, held the coin, uh, you know, marketed the coin, you know, telling friends. Honestly, honestly, you can't you can't even blame the coins right now. A lot of people want to blame the coin, but it's not the coin. It's the economy. Uh, it, it, it's like if you can't find the job, it's not you. It's, it's the economy. You know, it could partially be a little bit you, but it's it's. But you know, when yeah. 100 people around you can't find jobs either, it's not just you, man. So, so when your coin go dumps in price, it's not just your coin. Look, look at look at the market. They, they're all down. So, there's so always the one guy, man. There, for every guy that says, "Hey, you know what? The market's shit. I get it. You guys are working. I appreciate what you're doing for me." For every guy that says that, there's another guy that says, "When Moon is project dead because it went down five percent in a day." You know, I'm going to sell all my coins because you're not doing your job. You know, they expect yeah, the world of you and nothing is ever going to make them, yeah. those kind of people happy. Yeah. And, and and those are the people that just got into crypto last week. So, exactly. Yeah. They've been holding uh, you for, uh, you know, all <laughs> six days and now they want to tell you how to run your project. It's burning a hole in their pocket. You know, I want to sell. <laughs> uh, you know, there's I only so much you can do. Now. I got to sell this shit for more shit. <laughs> just got to take it on the chin and keep moving. Yeah. So, but, but you know, us that have been here a long time, it's this. Re, re, it, earlier in the show, you mentioned there's a there was a period in time where there were all coin all coins coming out and a lot of scams along with them, and that that's kind of what's happening right now again. I don't know if you guys noticed, but oh, a lot of new coins all of a sudden coming out, and a lot of scams coming out, and also I'm noticing old developers coming back like after they disappeared. Like, where yeah. you been? 
<laughs> it, it it definitely happens in waves. You'll you'll get a big wave of you know first there was you know there's uh, you know GPU mineable coins and then there was a bunch of scam coins that came with that and then uh, and then proof of stake was developed and proof of stake was a thing so then there was a bunch of scam coin proof of stake coins and then there was ICOs and there was a bunch of ICO scams and uh, you know you just need to keep an eye out for what the next uh, the next thing's going to be and try to get in early with a solid project with real people and uh, and watch oh, out for the scams because because they they're coming every time something they, gets popular there's going to be a hundred scammers right behind it the the most the last interview i just interviewed a coin called isabelli right uh i did it because uh bitcoin talk was was shooting this guy down right and and it I, I kind of went behind the scenes and I got the full story and I found out that he hired somebody who copied somebody else's white paper and you know, you know what happens then they all trash him, but you know, it wasn't his yeah. fault. He actually paid somebody to do it and it was the person he paid that fucked up. So it's not really, you know, he, he went, he put a lot of money into the coin. He actually hired a professional uh, service blockchain app factory and he, he no, it's, that's an expensive service. Thousands of dollars he paid. You know, where, where, you know, people like us will we'll fork it and, you know, we'll make it ourselves. But, uh, you know, but then that comes out shitty, right? Then things don't work. So it's really nice to have a professional system, uh, service create your coin. Uh, but that aside, they, they were hammering him. They were putting him down. The poor guy was like giving up. And then I got him on the radio show and you can see he's just a family guy. He's got four kids. He's, you know. I mean, like I, I was, I was amazed, and you know, he's just like he's just trying to tokenize his business. Uh, yep. That was that was Bell. Actually, you should reach out and see if you could. Uh, that they, he's running a master node setup, kind of like Node Easy or or Tritium. Uh, he's kind of doing wow. one of those setups, you know, with a coin. Okay. So it, it, th those are those are cool. Actually, I like those because they actually work. Uh, the, the 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 system like Tritium. It actually works to increase value for a coin, so oh, yeah. that business that business architecture of master node hosting is, is actually a really good. That's good architecture. actually something Stu and I do as well. Uh, we do that with uh, oh, yeah. Master Hash. We actually, yep, we have uh, master node hosting as well. Uh, All right. And it's and it's successful, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. We're actually uh, we're working on some stuff that's going to drastically uh, change the way master nodes are hosted. And uh, we're hoping to turn some of our quote-unquote competitors into clients um, with with what we're doing there. It's it's really really cool stuff, and I think it's gonna you know it'll save people money, which is oh, uh, cool. something everybody needs in this kind of market. They need to save every single dollar they can. Awesome. The, the guy's name is Isaiah. He's, if you go to the Isabelli website, and uh, I'll I'll tell you afterwards. You go to the Telegram and j just uh, reach out to him because he doesn't use yeah. Discord for some reason. He's a he's a Telegram guy. But, you know, this guy, he's nice. I heard his daughter as he was talking on the phone. It's, it's nice to hear normal people, you know. Uh, it's nice to hear people like us, you know, making, trying to make something of, of a crypto. I don't, I don't even care. It, it, as long as it's not a scam and you're not intending to fuck people. I mean, it, it, that, that's kudos to you. Great job. I mean, I, you yeah, know, and, you I, know, it I, might not work out, but at least you tried. Right, exactly. You know, it, it, most of the time it doesn't work out. I'm, I'm going to be honest, but, but <laughs> yeah. even if it, even if it doesn't, you know, you, you tried and you learn. You're probably going to learn a lot. Yeah. So, so uh, any other people on the team besides you two?
So, uh, Stu, do you want to touch a little bit on kind of what's happened recently? Yeah, well, the team itself is, uh, as I said, we're restructuring as such in regards to becoming community-based. So um, we still have uh, the old devs like Dustin involved in the community, I and mean, we've got a whole heap of other uh, devs all chipping in to do the programming on the network, et cetera, like that, to improve the coin. So it, as I said, it's not really a team as such. Um, all I'm doing on my side is leading the direction and giving ideas and the community can say, yes, I like it or not. And we're pushing that idea forward into the community. So as I said, it, it's more a, a direction than a team as such now. So the team is actually the whole community. So it's not going to be me pocketing everything or Levi pocketing everything. It's going to be the whole community. Before we did have a team of uh, six guys, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what we're moving away for. So I'm not taking any funding from the coin or any governance to help Bulwark move forward. Levi's not taking any uh, monetary compensation on that side as well. Our main interest is to make Bulwark a major coin and move forward. I have personal in investment myself in the coin, and so it's in my best interest to make the coin move forward. But I believe this is the way we need to go for the structure to give the coin the ability to ride out this uh, bear market because, as we know, it's probably going to be 30 or 40 coins that are going to survive a, a major bear market if we do head into one this year. So uh, because you can see the prices and everyone else dropping off at the moment, we're, we're managing to survive, and that's mainly because of our community, and uh, we need to keep them happy and getting more people involved, getting fresh blood on that side. We'll keep the coin alive on that side and keep our vision fresh. Uh, and that's the main thing. We don't want to be stagnant either. There's a lot of coins that started, launched, and then nothing happens. Uh, if you have a look at their GitHub, there's been no updates for six to eight months. You can't do that. You need to be constantly working on the project, working on the coin to uh, to evolve and move forward. If you're lucky that if it's on Bitcoin, if it's on GitHub, uh, it has to. It's, it's this is an open source project. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. So, so anybody out there who's a developer, and if you don't want to create your own coin, jump into any of these coins right now. I think Bulwark is like at twenty five hundred. It's it's probably the the cheapest I've ever seen. This is not financial advice, but I, uh, I mean, if I if I had some extra some extra BTC, I'd probably throw some at it. Uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of uh, coins right now that are really a deal. And uh, the question is, will they pull through, like you said? Um, some of them are not. Some of them, the devs have to go. Uh, Liberty Coin, the, the dev, you know, just announced that he can't continue working on it because uh, he's he's got to feed his four children. Well, yep. that's, un that's understandable. That's understandable. But you know what? I believe he'll come back. So I scooped up quite a few... Uh, Liberty coins at like freaking two satoshis, and you never know. You never know what happens. Yeah, well, Cryptopia is uh, killed a lot of coins as well. So Cryptopia has hurt the market. It hurt our price big time as well. Uh, we're lucky we've got Bastion coming around the corner on that side, but there's a lot of coins hurting um, just in regards to Cryptopia. It dropped us uh, about uh, four thousand sats when they closed as well. So um, they did hurt. Uh, with their issue but it looks like they're nearing the end and they're about to reopen in the next couple of weeks so according to the new zealand newspaper so 
there's a little bit of green light on that side as well. All right. I, I didn't I didn't hear about that. I, I didn't even think they would come back from that. Uh, it's hard to recover when uh, when you're down for so long and you're not making profits on top of the fact that you lost a lot of coins. Yes, yes. Uh, I think they've recovered some um, because the federal police involved. Binance uh, froze a large amount. I do not know where that side is. As I said, I don't know the ins and outs and that, but I know Binance managed to capture a whole lot. Whether Binance is going to give that back to Cryptopia, it's, I presume, in the police's hands on that side. So, But uh, your best is asking Cryptopia directly for that type of information. Yeah, I didn't realize you guys were part of that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of coins that got hurt by that. Uh, Atmos coin, uh, that that was the only place they traded. And, you know, yep. if it's the only exchange you're on, it's really going to hurt you, unfortunately. Yeah, it, was our, it was our primary uh, exchange for uh, pretty much the entire life of the project. And Cryptopia has been great. It's, it, it's actually one I used. So I, I liked it. It's been around a long time. I, I stopped using... I stopped using Yobit because of that dice game that they got, man. That shit's addictive. I think I lost I mean, a couple Bitcoin. I would stay far away from Yobit. It's just that dice game. It gets me. You know, it's there. It entices you. It's like, come on, just press the button. Yobit's killed a couple coins by uh, not doing their job as an exchange, basically. Um, forget uh, it was Altcom. Alt Community Coin uh, was a big mining coin back in... Like late 2017, early 2018. And uh, and yeah, they had a 51% attack and somebody got a lot of coin and they contacted Yobit and said, hey, we just got attacked. You guys need to halt trading, halt uh, withdrawals and deposits and nothing happened. So they ended up, you know, all that fake coin got uh, double spent and dumped on the market and pretty much killed them. Yeah, It's unfortunate to see. But, you know, it's, it, while crypto's still got uh, growing pains, you know, so shit like that's going to happen. And, and and that's a, that's why distribution initially when when uh you know it's set when a coin is set up is is really important. Uh, when you know if you have one pool, uh, you know you don't want one pool. You want to make sure you got four or five that's e- evenly distributing the mining and whatnot. So there's a lot of factors involved when starting a coin. That's why I say if you're new to this, you're probably better off getting a service uh, to do that, or or get so get get a developer, hire one of these guys like Stu. Who could probably build one for you in uh, in a couple hours? <laughs> yeah, cloning coin is very easy. Maintaining coin is quite hard. Oh yeah, I, I remember back in the day, I used to look into the coin. I don't do it anymore, but I used to look into the code, right, and the, the source, and you see like like LTC all over the code, right? And it's like, oh, okay, it's a very sloppy <laughs> job. You could have at least changed some names, man. <laughs> Or they uh, will remove the attributions for the coin that they forked to make it look like they did all the work themselves. But like, come on, man! Anybody that looks at your GitHub for twenty seconds is going to know that you just copied this and didn't do any work. <laughs> but you know, on his end, he was probably so excited he got it to work. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I got a coin." <laughs> uh, what, what, what's your what's your thoughts on tokens? You guys like tokens? Me personally, I don't. They have a place. Um... <clears throat> For certain tasks and all the rest like that so tokens do have a place within the community um eos was meant to make a big change there on that side um adding a whole heap but that whole side is stagnated at the moment and i think the ico fiasco has hurt the token industry um having smart contracts and that is a good idea so um 
I do like them in that sense as well. I personally wouldn't uh, make one and manage one, but as I said, they do have their place in the industry. I personally try to tell people to stay away from them. Uh, my my prediction and outlook on it is, if 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 the mother chain dies, ah uh, man, it'll be a Mount Gox situation. All the chain, all the coins, all the tokens on that chain will die with it. It'll be a it'll imagine all those ICOs and it'll be really bad. So I try to tell people, you know, use them as coupons. Tokens are really great use cases. You as coupons or vouchers, but, but don't, <laughs> don't don't create a coin from it. Um, I, I just I, I don't like the fact that it's dependent on 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 the mother chain. I, it's easier for people I know, uh, but the fact is you're dependent. That's that's not what this is about. It's about being independent. If you, if you miss the point of crypto, it's about the it's about independence. Uh, okay, sorry about that. I get passionate. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Uh, but but kudos to having your own uh, your own chain. Uh, I, I I like coins that work on their own chain. It actually shows you have some development skills. Uh, so it's definitely a, a big plus in my book. Open source is a big plus in my book. Uh, developers that come on air and talk to me that's a big plus in my book. Uh, <laughs> I have a big I have a big book. Um, a book. I I said a big book. So. Uh, you guys are your guys. You guys are in Pirate uh, Chain Discord at the moment. Uh, Pirate Chain is uh, an anonymous cousin to you. Uh, the the big thing about Pirate is that you can't look up any transactions on the Explorer, so that kind of makes it really anonymous. Yeah. So so kind of like cash, right? Uh, you know, actually, cash is worse. You can put a fingerprint on cash. So it, this is probably the closest thing to cash. Um, I that that's why I'm here. I, I you see I I join I join coins. If I like them, I ask them to come on air, uh, and that's how I work. That that's how that's how this works. Um, any any other any other uh, you know really important things that I may have missed, guys, about Bulwark? Um, I yeah, I think we've we've hit most of the important points here. Um. Anybody that's interested, you know, we've got a very, you know, active Discord. We've got a lot of people that are passionate about the project. You know, if you want to learn about it, just hop on in, start asking questions. There will be people that will answer you, and you can start a dialogue. And you know, if you want to contribute, let us know what you feel like helping with, and uh, we'll we'll give you some stuff to do. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Uh, it, it's it, not a long show. I don't like long shows. Uh, my attention span isn't long, so. Um, it's, it's, it's like a peanut, <laughs> but, but thank you for coming on, uh, Stu and, uh, let, uh, what's your, what, are you guys anonymous or Levi. do I just keep calling you by Levi? Oh, like my jeans. Levi. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> well, you can work out one right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll keep it at Stu. Stuart? <laughs> yeah. I'm good. So uh so you know, you guys are not anonymous, that's great. Um that 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 means that you know you could come out and you could actually talk to exchanges and show yourselves, you know, being anonymous creates a whole 
big problem when it comes to exchanges and signing up to them. So, oh, yeah. uh, very cool, very cool, guys. I'm, I'm well, happy to here. have you on. Uh, anytime you guys have an update, uh, you want to cast your your weekly meetings live, let me know, and uh, you know I definitely have that available for you. Um, yeah, I appreciate you uh, having us on. Fun you guys chat. are amazing. Keep up, keep up the good work. Uh, if if you need any help, any developers, any ideas, uh, I have a whiteboard full of ideas. Uh, you know, hit me up. I'm I'm always I'm always happy to help everybody, and everybody knows that that knows me. All right, guys. All right, sounds good. I appreciate good. that. Okay. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us here at Radio R, and uh, we have. Uh, I, I think that's it for this week as far as interviews. Uh, I got to check. We, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Friday, we have Dark Pay, fellas. Uh, Dark Pay, it's a new coin. Uh, iffy, iffy. No idea, right? Well, well I'll, let you, I'll let you guys judge it. I just get the information, right? So, uh, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, Friday is the next interview, fellas. Uh, join me. Have your questions ready if you have them. And in the future, I do want to set up some type of uh, question submission form so that people could submit them beforehand because a lot of people can't attend the show live all the time. And, and it's understandable. People go to work and stuff. So uh, uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, this is Lutz signing out.